Welcome to Ted In Your Head, the podcast where we grab a hold of our minds and ask, what's happening here? Where we answer the question, what can I do with this? And where we seek to powerfully decide, this is what I want to create. This is your host, Ted Moreno. I'm a certified hypnotherapist, a success performance coach, and a fellow explorer of what is possible. Come on, let's check it out. Greetings and welcome to podcast number eight. In podcast number six, we began our discussion about beliefs. We're going to continue that discussion today. Now, beliefs are important to me as a hypnotherapist because my job is to help people change their beliefs. If we change someone's beliefs, then we change what they do. And our lives are a consequence of what we believe and what we do. So I like to start with a story. You might have noticed that already. And here it goes. One day, a man was strolling through the circus. And as he passed by the elephants, he noticed that the only thing that prevented these huge animals from running away was a small chain attached to a collar around their legs. The chain was tied to a little peg hammered into the ground. And the man thought to himself, surely that small peg can easily be pulled out by this 10-foot high creature. How can this be safe? So the man approached the elephant trainer and he inquired as to the skimpy method used to hold the elephant. The trainer replied, yes, it's safe. When the elephants are babies, they're tied in the same way, except using a metal stake deep in the ground. And this is enough to hold the baby elephants because they're tempted by the world outside, they do try to break free again and again, but the chain pulls them back. It inflicts pain on their legs. They learn that any effort to escape is futile, and soon they give up trying altogether. The trainer continued. Now, as a big elephant, it remembers the pain it felt as a baby. It remembers that as hard as it tries, it can't, be, can't break free, and can only go so far as the chain will allow. It has long given up trying to escape, so we need only secure it with a small peg in the ground. It doesn't matter that this elephant stands 10 feet high, weighs 14,000 pounds, and can easily pull the peg out and trample both of us. The memory of its limitation prevails. The man walked away shaking his head. One of the world's strongest animals, able to uproot trees and destroy villages, held captive by a skinny chain and a small wooden peg. The parable of this story is obvious. As human beings, we are often no smarter than elephants. We have a tendency to believe in limitations that literally keep us prisoners. We hold painful memories that keep us from taking risks. Because we've failed once or twice, many of us have stopped even trying. You have to cut elephants some slack. As big as they are, their brain power doesn't even compare to what we have under our hood. We should know better, but we often don't. And the reason that we treat our self-imposed limitations as truths is because we don't see them as self-imposed limitations. And they're not truths. They're simply beliefs about what's possible for us, and your beliefs can change. Now, today. 
After 13 years in private practice as a hypnotherapist, I'm still amazed by the power of belief and its ability to bind us or set us free. Let me tell you another story. In the 19th century, there was a famous poet and artist, and his name was Dante Gabriel Rossetti. And one day, Rossetti was approached by an old man. The man had some sketches that he showed to Rossetti. He wanted Rossetti to tell him if they were any good. Rossetti looked at the drawings with his expert eye, and he knew right away that they showed no sign of artistic talent. He told the man as much in the most kind and gentle way he could. The elderly man seemed disappointed, but he accepted the artist's verdict. May I ask once more for your opinion, asked the old man as he showed Rossetti the work of a much younger artist. Rossetti agreed and looked over this new set of artwork. This time, however, he could see incredible talent and potential in the drawings. These are quite good, said Rossetti. This student possesses great talent. If he works hard at his art, his future will be bright. He should be given every opportunity and encouragement to succeed as an artist. The old man became silent upon hearing these words. Rossetti asked, Is this young artist your son? No, said the old man with great sadness. This is my work from 40 years ago. A teacher told me back then that I had no future as an artist, and I believed him. I got discouraged, and I gave up too soon. If only I had heard your encouragement then. You know, the hypnosis of belief is the invisible hand pulling upon your strings. Your beliefs will determine what you do and what you don't. And all belief is a form of hypnosis. If you're told something enough times by somebody you trust and believe, you will accept it as fact and act accordingly. For instance, if you believe making lots of money is a sin, then you will stay poor, or at the very least not making the amount of money that you want to. If you believe that your cause is worth fighting for, then you will fight and maybe even die for your cause. If you believe you can, you will. If you believe you can't, then you won't. You know, there are few universal truths that stand on their own. Almost all of what we hold to be true is true only because we believe it. We are all under the hypnosis of belief. Our beliefs are mostly created by ideas given to us again and again by authority figures such as parents and teachers, as well as the society we live in. And it's not long before the only experiences that we remember are those that support and keep our beliefs in place. So what's the point? Well, there are three points I want to make here. Number one, once you understand the hypnosis of belief and how it works, and once you understand that most of what you hold to be true is a belief, then you can accept that your belief is not truth and is subject to change. So now you're free to believe whatever you want as long as it works for you, which means that you can choose beliefs that influences your actions in a way that gives you the life that you want. Second point, 
You get to evaluate and choose what beliefs work for you, and in the process, let go of beliefs that don't resonate with you any longer, just like you let go of the belief in Santa Claus or the Tooth Fairy. And you can understand that as you grow in wisdom and experience, your beliefs should change. Third point, and most important, once you understand how beliefs work and how powerful they are in your life, then you become cause in the matter of your life. You become the creator of your life. You become responsible for your own beliefs because you chose them. Then, based on those beliefs that you chose, you can behave or take action in a way that creates the life you desire. But many people have it backwards. They take actions that don't work based on beliefs that are outdated or no longer in alignment with their desires. This is a recipe for frustration and unhappiness. You know, most of what I do as a hypnotherapist is I dehypnotize people from beliefs that create unhappiness, such as, I can't quit smoking. I can't lose weight. I'm too afraid to do that. Life is a struggle. I'm not good enough. Life is a bitch and then you die. These are all beliefs that when taken as truth will stop you cold. Changing those beliefs can allow you to move forward. So I challenge you to try this exercise. Write down all the things you believe are true. Write down your most important and cherished beliefs. Next to each one, answer the question, how do I know this? Examine and question each one. And if it's time to let one go, then do so. Cross it out. If it works for you, keep it. And if it's something you need to think about some more, then do that. You know, the fact is that you're going to believe in something. That's what us humans do. We're going to have beliefs. But you can become aware of your beliefs. Consciously choose them and let others go. And make your beliefs work for you. The most important thing is to be awake and refuse to give up your own authority to anyone or anything. This is your life. You are the authority. You get to choose what to think, what to believe, and what to do. And I'll say it again, choose wisely. Thanks a lot for listening. Thanks for listening to Ted In Your Head. This podcast has absolutely nothing to do with TED Talks or TEDx or any other TED except me, Ted Moreno. Thanks to Zach Shaw for his assistance in producing this podcast. For more information, you can go to my website at www.tedmoreno.com. Please connect with me on Facebook, YouTube, LinkedIn, and Google+. And remember what Q said to Picard. The exploration that awaits you is charting the unknown possibilities of existence.